A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome back to the Reaction Pod. We are back for more reacting and we are back for more disappointing football. I'm Rory Fallow and it wouldn't be a Reaction Pod if I wasn't here with Matthew Keelan. Hi, hello. We're here again. You know, we left off from... What was the last Reaction Pod we did? Was uh, it? We didn't do one for the Bissell Rovers. Was it Gillingham at home, was yeah, it? Maybe, maybe Gillingham at home. Maybe you can probably tell us better than we can tell you. Well, maybe. Loyal listeners might know. But we are following on from... What, whatever the last thing was was more disappointment. And we are obviously joined as well by Mr. Sunland himself, Michael Loff. You sorry? We are more... Well, I was going to say we're more than all right. Are we after watching... Quite a. It's uh, this is. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to be enthusiastic because this is a reaction pod. And we usually have like quite a lot of energy for these, but come on, that was. We can't. We, we have to be honest here. It was. Wasn't. Wasn't Matthew the best game of football? No, I think it was. It had the vibe of the pre-season friendly before the season starts. I think the last pre-season friendly. Yeah, the, so the, it was yeah. a bit like the maybe the Harrowian game yeah. before the start of last season. Yeah, the, Pre-season friendly before the season starts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Me, you've just like described exactly what Matthew was just trying to yeah, say. Well, I've added like context and layers and all that sort of shit. Yeah, but we're also sharing a form between three people, so you know, let's be conscious of that at the same time. Yeah. Um, but actually, Mickey, you do have a little bit of a point because you know we started quite brightly. Chris Maguire had a chance that went narrowly wide. Um, we had the one that was disallowed um, in the first half. I think all nine made a foul in the build-up to it. There was there were flashes there, but my goodness, the second half! Oh my goodness, Mickey, it wasn't good, was it? Not good enough by any stretch of the imagination. Um, in the first half as well, like you say, we had a fair few chances, but O'Brien he missed a sitter one on one as well. Oh uh, yeah, about and, that. and that's not what you want from a new signing. But what what disappointed me was that it's not even so much our performance. The fact that Hull were really poor overall, and we controlled the game, and we couldn't break them down. And that's what we're going to face a lot this season. And they ended up coming away with a victory on penalties. Which to, be, to be fair though, Matt, like, do you not think maybe we were... I thought we were maybe playing that a little bit half speed if we wanted to give a bit of credit. It's a little bit of an experiment, I think, um, with the two up front. Greg and just a man, O'Brien. <laughs> what I will say though is um, I think people have been a little bit Deceived by the name of Hull City, that is not a strong side that Hull put out today. Like Hull are a mess. Right? We're obviously a mess. Hull are like you know. I don't know if there was there were a lot of things going on behind the scenes at Hull City, and Hull 
the football, the, the players they were playing today, there were a lot of just men in that team. Well, let's bear in mind, like, Tom Eaves is arguably their star player, and he went off injured after about 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, I'm not, like, we, and, and we did, we were the better team in the game, but they, they Hull are a team that are going to finish, I would say, 15th this season. I got, like, you, you compare them to a Portsmouth or, yeah. Um, well, at Ipswich, even the Ipswich, who did finish about fifteenth yeah. last season. Well, I guess maybe we go back to the pod we did on Thursday, where we were like sort of comparing to other teams. Yeah. Like you look at Hull today, and I do think we had more gears to go up today. I, I mentioned yeah. that before, but you look at Hull today, and you were like, right, if that was a competitive, actual, uh, it was obviously a competitive game, but I mean, a, a game with more meaning on. Everyone's, everyone's going to be like, oh, but it's a cup, so you want to win. And I agree. I did. I made that point. I did agree to that on um, on Thursday when we did the pod, but you know the the league is more important than the league. If that was a league game, there would have been more bluster from us in that. And it, we showed, I think, we had a few more gears to go. But did we, does that make you give you, just despite the way it ended, a little bit more heart? Maybe. Yeah. I just want to say as well. I think that despite the fact he missed the penalty which ended up being the decisive penalty I think that Grigg actually had a good game I think he looked a lot more sharper than he did last season he scored two goals which were disallowed which is really unfortunate um, but I do agree with you so let's say this was the opening league game of the season and we were playing a team like so Bristol Rovers is quite a good example so let's say we drew 0-0 there would be quite a lot of fume about it and quite rightly so, because that was kind of our Achilles heel, that on occasion, if we weren't freeing them up after half an hour, we weren't breaking down these teams. So I think in a way that wasn't showing the progression that maybe we'd want to see at this stage. Yeah, no, no, it's a good point. And Greg, the one he scored, scored in inverted commas in the second half. I am quite of the opinion that the right back was playing him on. Ma- Matthew, you did some Gary Neville ana- analysis in the pub, didn't you? But did he blame the goalkeeper? No, I did. Well, I didn't blame the goalkeeper. I blamed um, Jordan Pickford. No, <laughs> I um, no. We paused. We we found a clip of it on Twitter, and it, we paused it as it was going in. And from the from the ang- the diagonal angle, the 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 six yard box looked like. The, the line almost and he was on side um, it's, it's it's horrible for Greg to miss that penalty isn't it like because like because he's he's been doing good at- really isn't it and he played well like he did he, he, uh, like we, I was the game was on as far as I was concerned was arguably it? our best I don't know maybe one of well he's certainly one of the brightest players there wasn't he Mickey? he was definitely one of our better performers and it's one of them where the two goals he doesn't know he's offside or he doesn't know there's been an infringement and he put the ball in the back of the net Absolutely. so on another day if if the linesman kind of rules in his favour that's two goals he's scored and like I say I think he's been really good during the entire pre-season so far so I think Will Grigg I hope people aren't going in on them too hard on social media after that miss because we've got another game on Tuesday I don't know whether he'll play but he's certainly got an opportunity if he see a scores against Bristol C- Bristol yeah. Rovers sorry, on the opening day to kind of establish themselves as the first choice. I think um, what it might it does say a little bit about him as well. He was accused of having a well, not accused, but he evidently had a lot of confidence towards the end of last season. He obviously put himself forward to take the first penalty yeah. a day, and uh, he missed yeah, whatever. He ain't going to take our penalties in in the games. Like he's not a penalty taker, I, I, yeah. I imagine. And, like he put himself forward, yeah, he missed. 
no one cares really. Like uh, we, we, like I think if we, you know, he's he's a proven goal scorer. You, you say, mate, he scored two goals today. One of them was a perfectly good goal and quite a good goal actually. It was quite a nice goal, quite a good build up. Um, I just think I would play him on Tuesday night. I think because if he are Aston Villa's children. That's, well, that's that's an interesting thing because I think Parkinson might have in his mind these are two cup games. I'm going to play Greg one, Wyke the other. Is 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 what? And yeah, you're not going to get off. But do you see any other change to preview that game a little bit? Do you see any changes forthcoming, Mickey? Or was anyone who you would say needs to get another run out to capitalise maybe on a bit of momentum from the day? So on the momentum point, I would certainly say that White is maybe worth a start, but I think Parkinson's been quite clear in saying that he's going to start the fringe players and under twenty three players in that game. Right. And given the stature of the tournament, I wouldn't. To be fair, like I'm not one of these normally to say this, but if we didn't get if we, if we didn't get the win on Tuesday, I wouldn't be that disappointed because I'd rather see people coming from the under twenty threes and young players getting an opportunity to stake a claim in the first team because. Let's be honest, for the Eastern.com Cup next season, it's not a great deal of importance to us. It's well, really not. No, it's, it's, it's a good laugh. Bro, we might not even get to go to Wembley this time. Like, the way things are going. Or socially distance, and that would be fun. We can't, like, jump in, we can't jump in fountains of Trialga Square if there's a pandemic on, can you, Matthew? Yeah, we've not queue? Even this season, you have to queue. have to queue jump in the fountain. <laughs> yeah, that would be I ideal. I the goalkeeper, but I'm not going to make any jokes about that. Yeah, you can't say anything about the goalkeeper at all, Matthew. Are we playing Pat Wall, Matthews? Well, you would think Matthews, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, I mean, one thing I will say today, mind, so like Will Grigg, we're, we're all saying it was a poor penalty, which it was, but Hull, they were exemplary today from the yeah, spot. they were, actually, yeah. yeah Hull's, Hull's penalties. George, um, I predicted on the pod, George, he was going to have a sad time, and did all right and took a really good penalty. That was a bit annoying. Right. Um, What's his steps about, though, like when he goes back? He can pat that in. You think <laughs> well, he is? No, it's working for him. Well, <laughs> he's a big-headed get. He's a big-headed get. He's got good hair though. He he just, from the start, do you know man. what? The long hair suits George Honeyman quite well. Him, yeah, the fucking run-up doesn't. <laughs> well, no, it did because it worked. Needs to fucking pat that in, like when he comes back here in January alone. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, Hull are above us, when Hull are above us in the league, and he can't get in their team to stay in the league. Well, I can't think that is a perfect way to end a reaction pod. Hopefully, we'll do better in the cup or, well, the lesser cup. But, you know, the cup that is arguably... The lesser cup than that today. But, you know, the cup that I would say is more ideologically correct, more fun. And then we'll be back to react as well after this after, on Saturday next Saturday not on Tuesday no no no, no. Do, do not uh, categorically do not expect a reaction pod on Tuesday um, but we will be back to preview on Thursday as well because we're getting back into the swing of things as hey, well Lewis. there he is hey! well right. we'll go out on that's too much Who for the listening um, but we'll be back to react on after the game on Saturday and to preview on Thursday thank you very much for listening bye <laughs>
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.